Maria Wachenbach lives with her four dogs just around the corner from the construction site of the Gordie Howe International Bridge. She's been here in the home she inherited from her mother-in-law for almost 20 years. My husband actually passed away in this home. So there's a lot of memories in this home. And now that I'm looking to retire in another year or two, I want to start fresh. So Walkenbach signed up to participate in the first round of the city's home swap program. This is the website. Have you seen this? She scrolls through photos of 10 homes the city of Detroit acquired after the previous owners stopped paying taxes. The structures look dilapidated, but the city will spend up to $75,000 renovating them in exchange for participants' homes. Walkenbach has her eye on a little brick house about seven miles away in the Warrendale neighborhood. It's a three-bedroom, one-bath home, and I love it because it has a humongous backyard with two trees my grandboys can climb. <laughs> Walkenbach has this opportunity because of a community benefits agreement. It was lobbied for by people living near the bridge site to compensate for the impacts of the construction. A community advisory group convinced the state of Michigan and the city of Windsor to create job training, health monitoring, and home improvement options like home swap. Charity Dean is the director of the Bridging Neighborhoods program that oversees home swap. She says these benefits are being paid for by the sale of city-owned land needed to build the bridge. The city was originally offered, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars for the land, um, and the mayor turned that into a $45 million package. About $33 million of that went to the Bridging Neighborhoods program that HomeSwap is a part of. Residents fought for a program like HomeSwap so there'd be an option for people who didn't lose their homes to eminent domain, but who wanted to leave the increasingly industrialized area. In order to participate, homeowners need to be up to date on their water bills and property taxes. Ostensibly, those are reasonable requirements, but it's just complicated. That's Michelle Oberholzer. She directs the Tax Foreclosure Prevention Project at the nonprofit United Community Housing Coalition. She says initially several interested families were ineligible for the program because of issues related to their tax and water bills. It's difficult to get someone to pay out for something that uh, they're then going to leave behind. Since then, most of those families have resolved their tax and water bill issues, but Oberholzer says she hopes the city will work to find solutions for the handful who haven't. But even some families that are up to date with their bills are running into problems with home swap. Take, for example, the Franco family. You can hear semi-trucks drive by from their front porch. And inside, Myra Franco says the house has been shaking from the ongoing work. Every day the house has been moving a lot. So like mm -hmm. the floor and everything has been cracking. That's Franco's teenage son, Javier, translating. Right here in the basement, like one of the things has been cracked already. So you're pointing down, there's like, there's like a gap. There's a small crevice between where Franco's tile floor ends and the wall begins. There are also what she says are new cracks in the wood over the stairs. Franco, who has asthma, wants to get out of this house as soon as possible. 
But she says when she looked at the 10 houses the city made available in the first round, none of them were big enough for her family of six. She can't pick a bigger house because they told her that they can't fix it because they don't have enough money. Rehabbing a house the size of Franco's current five-bedroom home could cost more than the city has allotted for each family in the program. So Franco says she'll be looking for a four-bedroom house in the next round. But for Maria Walkenbach, a three-bedroom ranch would be more than enough room. And she found out recently the city gave her the one she'd been eyeing. Today, she's going on the final walkthrough before signing the papers to initiate the swap. Walkenbach steps inside. There's caution tape over the windows, paint chips hanging from the ceiling, and a hole in the wall. Bridging Neighborhoods housing development specialist Antoine Hayes tells Walkenbach that when she comes back and it's all renovated... You're probably going to cry. Just the thought of getting a house is unbelievable. See, you got me crying now. The city says renovations are supposed to take six to nine months. After Walkenbach moves in, her home near the bridge is scheduled to be demolished. The city says it hopes to recruit and relocate more than 200 families. I'm Laura Herberg, WDET News.